It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. It honestly doesn't matter the circumstances. It doesn't matter the opponent right now. What matters is what the Orlando Magic do. What the Orlando Magic did Tuesday night was learning some lessons, putting them in action, and yes, getting better. We'll talk all about the Orlando Magic's win over the Portland Trailblazers on this late on the East Coast, probably proper time on the West Coast edition of Locked On Magic. On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 9th, 2022. My name is Philip Rosenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic get a kind of blowout victory over the Portland Trailblazers. It was not pretty. It was not perfect. But we'll talk about the lessons the Magic are continuing to learn and how they responded to their rough weekend with a big win to open this road trip. Before we do that, though, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Whether we're your first listen of the day, whether you listen to us right when we upload, whether you're listening to us at work, working out, on your way home, during a break, whenever. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember the Locked On Podcast Network. we got great podcasts all around the network, wherever you download podcasts and most streaming on YouTube. We'll also take this time right now to tell you to tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. on the Locked On Magic YouTube channel for the trade deadline special. We'll have a complete breakdown of everything the Magic do, everything the Magic don't do, and everything around the league with a a large number of guests. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you're a Magic fan, definitely subscribe to the Locked On Magic YouTube channel today. Get those notifications on so you know when we go live at 7 o'clock, around 7 o'clock on Thursday, trade deadline day. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at 
Prize Picks. Check out PrizePicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. It really is. Before the Orlando Magic played the Portland Trailblazers, Wendell Carter said the team got together and had a discussion. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I don't think you would categorize it as a players only meeting or, or anything like that, but these kinds of discussions I think have happened throughout the course of the year. And, and I think um, it's a, a really good sign that, that, that there is a sense of ownership about this group, that they're trying to get better. They're trying to, imp- they're trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, you know, I, I think that these are all good signs, but the message that Wendell Carter said the team expressed to each other, the, the message that everyone was trying to get to each other was not to worry so much about the big picture, not to worry about a run that's coming or how deep in the hole the team might be because because that's ultimately what's going to get them deeper into the hole. The worry, the concern for the Orlando Magic and uh, what Wendell Carter said is the next play, get the next rebound, get the next stop, Make the next shot. It's it's a very very kind of down to the to the moment type approach, and and it's something that Jamal Mosley has talked a lot about. How the Magic aren't worried about their record this year. They're not worried about where the team sits in the standings or or anything like that. They're worried about getting better each day, each practice, each game, each moment. Again, it's it's very 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 central to to this to this project that the Magic are in right now, and certainly the season that they're having. The way Wendell Carter ended his quote after after Tuesday's game was to say, we have to remember to play in the moment, to live in the moment, uh, and, and, and to play that way, and, and to play uh, with that kind of intensity of each moment mattering, each moment being more important than the last. And that's, that's the truth of what the Magic have to accomplish here. That's the truth of what the Magic are trying to do with these with these games, with these moments, with these plays. Um, for the most part this season, the Magic have been able to kind of ad- address and identify these issues. It's resolving them and solving them. That's been the issue. And so, yes, Portland was without so many players. CJ McCollum's traded. Damian Lillard's out. Eric Bledsoe not, is still not playing. He's, he's hurt um, after the trade from the Clippers. Um, obviously, the guys from New Orleans not in town yet. It, it, this this was a very very undermanned Portland team. There's a reason the Magic were favored on the road. I think it's their first time being road favorites this season. Um, uh, I believe they've only been favored three times this year. Um, it's it, it was a game that the Magic absolutely 100 should have won, and, and thankfully they did. But the way they won at least gives them the experience of how they'll need to play in bigger games, in bigger moments. And and honestly, confidence only comes through experience. Confidence only comes in accomplishing the thing you're setting out to do. And so, yes, I understand what the conditions of this win were, but every win is still good. Every win is still something you can build on. And certainly the Magic have a lot that they still can improve on. But the big takeaway from Tuesday's win, a, a, a big win over Portland, is how the Magic responded to those runs. How the Magic responded when Portland cut their 18-point first half that lead down to two or four points early in the third quarter. How the Magic responded when they stretched that lead back out to 10 
uh, or stretch that lead back out into double digits, and Portland slowly reeled it back in. There's a you know as as much as the final score for this game, as much as the final score um, for this for this game seems like it was a blowout, a 113-95 victory for the Magic. This game was close into the fourth quarter with about four and a half minutes to go, a little bit more than four and a half minutes to go. It was a six-point game. Game was very much in the balance, and the Magic looked a little shaky. But they made play after play after play after play. And it was throughout the course of the game. Whenever the Magic needed a big play to maintain their lead, to keep Portland at arm's length, at a distance, they made the play. They, they, they focused in. They worked together. They got it done. And that's really, really encouraging. Again, it's 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 not everything. The opponent is what the opponent is. There's difficult, more difficult challenges ahead, like Utah on Friday, um, even Denver on Monday, and of course Phoenix on Saturday. It's it's this is the game they had to get on this road trip. Um, if they didn't get this game, the next three were gonna be extremely difficult. But the magic did what they had to do. They settled themselves when when the shit when the when the waters were rocky when when they were uh, when they when they looked like they were about to lose grip. And again, it's not everything. It's not everything. It, it, it's not, you know. I'm not sitting here saying the magic have turned a corner. I'm just sitting here saying they can do it, and they did it with some great po- shot making throughout the course of the game, but certainly in those final four and a half minutes. Cole Anthony losing the ball, finding Franz Wagner for a three. He hit back-to-back three-pointers. He struggled shooting all game long, hit the big shots when it mattered. Chuma Okiki continues to play very, very well, hit a couple of threes in that stretch as well. Orlando's defense buckled down, and it was Portland that looked extremely frustrated trying to break the Magic's defense. Um, They found little pockets, little spurts here and there throughout the game, but when it mattered, the Magic won with their defense. And again, that's, that's a big lesson for this team as well. Orlando held... Portland under 20 points in both the second and the fourth quarters, really kind of putting a stamp on this game. Uh, and of course, winning it, running away. Uh, I think it was a 14-2 run or something like that, or a 12-2 run, uh, or a 15-2 run or something like that to close the game. It was a really, really, really impressive finish for the Orlando Magic. And again, it just shows that they're capable of doing it. it, it nothing else matters. It just shows they're capable of closing games out. And for a team that needs some confidence, for a team that just needs experience, there's not many teams that the Magic can have a get-right game. And no offense to Portland, this felt like a get-right game for Orlando after the way that they played, after the way that they um, struggled this weekend to stop the bleeding, to slow things down. The Magic did what they had to do. They got together. They stopped those runs. They took control of the game, and they won it big. The Orlando Magic defeat the Portland Trailblazers. We'll talk a little bit about some of the some of the problem spots, though, that arose during the course of the game coming up here in just a moment. But, all, but first, all right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this game, and I know you will too. It's easy to use. The way you play is you pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections. You, you know, over 20.5 points for Cole Anthony, uh, over 12 rebounds for 12 and a half rebounds for Wendell Carter, stuff like that. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus projected numbers. No going up against expert players, professional fantasy players, guys who just flood your pool with their entries to make sure that they have the best chance of winning. 
Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Prize Picks offers a variety of options. You can pick any kind of prop you want, whether it's points, rebounds, or steals in the NBA. Plus, it allows mixed sports entries. The Super Bowl coming up, of course. You can make a, a little. You can make a little Prize Picks group with some NBA players in there from Saturday's games, and then of course the Super Bowl on Sunday. And Prize Picks doesn't just offer NBA; they have options on the college basketball, college football, NFL, MLB, soccer, MMA and a whole lot more. For a limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. You get $50 for free if a player in your first PrizePix entry scores a single point. But you have to use the promo code NBA to get to take advantage of this deal. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans. Sign up today and use code NBA for $50 for free if a player in your first PrizePix entry scores a single point. Hey guys, it's Walker Mayo, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Obviously, we all know it's coming. We know it's on the horizon. We've talked about it ad nauseum. We're going to have a special podcast tomorrow on it. We're going to talk about it tomorrow as well on Thursday's edition of Lockdown Magic. The NBA trade deadline is here. So, of course, you listen to us first, but get ready for the NBA trade deadline and get all the coverage of the NBA trade deadline moving and shaking tomorrow, Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. at, at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Sorry, the trade deadline's at 3 p.m. The Locked On NBA podcast has you covered live from 2 to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to get analysis of every blockbuster move. Subscribe to Locked On NBA on YouTube today and turn your notifications on so you know when they go live again. That's 2 to 4 p.m. for the Locked On NBA podcast trade deadline show. Of course, we'll have our own NBA trade deadline special on the Locked On Magic YouTube channel as well beginning around 7 p.m. You do not want to miss it. We'll break down everything the Magic do, everything the Magic didn't do, and a whole lot more for this team as they move forward. Like I said, this game was not perfect. Um, if it were me, I would have liked to see the Magic a, not give up an 18-point lead and, and make them sweat a little bit in the third quarter. I would have liked to see um, the Magic be able to really win the fourth quarter comfortably. I think there's a point where the Magic are up by like eight, nine points, and I was like, okay, this is a point where the Magic need to get their foot down, extend this thing back out to 15 and win comfortably. Um, they're able to do that in the final four and a half minutes. They're able to kind of build some momentum and play really, really well to get there. But this was a struggle to get to that point. Um, and Magic, I think, 
you know, if you're looking bigger picture, if you're thinking about wins, if you're thinking about, okay, now, now you got to go up against the Jazz, the Suns, the Nuggets, you know, the Jazz and Suns, certainly elite teams, title contending teams in this league. The Nuggets, obviously very good team, very different team than what we saw December 1st when the match beat them at the Amway Center. Um, it's, there is a lot that the Magic have to, have to still figure out and a lot that the Magic have to still um, kind of piece around here a little bit um, and, and clean up if they're gonna if they're gonna start winning more consistently and again they're winning consistently now they're they're won five of what five of their last uh, nine games something like that um, they're five and five in their last ten which fourteen with the Magic's record is pretty pretty good um, it, it's there's a lot that this team has to clean up um, the turnovers were a huge issue the Magic had six turnovers six of their I think thirteen turnovers in the third quarter that's a big reason why Portland was able to come back um, Orlando has talked ad nauseum and talked about it after the game playing better in third quarters, playing better coming out of the locker room. Um, this team does not have an extra gear yet, uh, and it shows when they get beat up in the third quarters the way that they're getting beat up. With the energy that teams throw at them in the third quarter, that's where they struggle the most to kind of contain themselves and and and, and get themselves back kind of um, in neutral, back back under center, back, you know, where they're, where they're comfortable. Um, it's, it, it's certainly a, a, a big piece of this puzzle for the Magic to – to, to get where they want to go, um, and, and, and to be more consistent, uh, winning basketball games. Um, you, they can't, they can't beat themselves. And so you look at the turnovers, um, the offensive rebounds were not as bad as they were in the first meeting with Portland. Wendell Carter did a fantastic job locking up Yusuf Nurkic, being physical with him, kind of keeping him uh, off the glass. But very early on, Portland was getting the offensive glass, was hitting the offensive boards. Um, and Orlando just looked a little bit slow and a little bit disorganized with their defense trying to get um trying to get to the ball. The Magic won this game, you know, they did they did a lot of good things. They moved the ball. I think they had a season high 34 assists. There's 34 assists on 44 field goal makes. They played really well. They they made 18 threes. Like they hit their shots, but this game was still really one on with their defense, with their ability to get down and defend. Portland going through long stretches where they couldn't score in the second and fourth quarters. That's why they won the game. And so again, that remains a lesson for this team is be solid defensively rebound the basketball, limit your turnovers, limit your own mistakes, and you give yourself a real chance to win the game. That's been the inconsistent part all year. You know, we talked about in January how the Magic had a top 10 defense by the numbers, giving up 107 points per 100 possession. It's in there. They know they can do it. They know that they can play at a high level. They know that they can do this uh, at at the levels that they need to, to win and to win a little bit more consistently. Um, but doing it every single night remains a, a huge challenge for this group and a huge challenge for this team. Again, that's expected. They're a young team. They're inconsistent. Um, these teams go through these kind of wild swings. They, the opponent levels have, have increased a little bit here in February. They're going to have a little bit of an easier finish. So they'll, they'll probably finish stronger than I think a lot of us are expecting. I know, um, you know, the Magic with their 13th win now no longer have the fewest wins in the league. Congratulations to the Detroit Pistons on that. Um, it's there's still a lot that this team needs to work on and a lot that this team has to like get down uh, and really cement for themselves if they're going to if they're going to kind of continue to win and continue to progress the way that we're hoping they progress. Uh there were a lot of those issues and unfortunately for the Magic Portland was a team that allows some mistakes and Orlando doesn't get a lot of teams that they play that allow mistakes that allow them to make these kind of errors and still come out on the right end. The Magic were able to do it. The Magic were able to find themselves. The Magic were able to kind of kind of um, center themselves at key moments 
make big plays, and obviously win the game. So again, there are trouble spots for sure. That beginning of the third quarter intensity is still a trouble spot. Um, you know, they're still a little over-reliant on three-point shooting. Uh, I thought the numbers were fine this game. They, they were moving the ball really, really well. So when they're passing the ball, everything looks good. Um, their defense has to be their base. It, I think it's still something that they're they're working to make consistent. They're able to do it against teams like Portland. Now you got to be able to do it against teams like Phoenix. Um, maybe that's too high of a bar. Or teams like Utah, maybe that's too high of a bar. Um, I don't think they're going to be quite there yet. So I, I would not expect good defensive numbers over the weekend. Um, but I think that the team needs to continue to improve and continue to make steps in that direction, which they, again, I think they largely have, but they've still got a long way to go. We'll go through the final box score for this game coming up here in just a moment. But first, this is the time of year where we've all pretty much given up on our New Year's resolutions. We're 40 days into 2022. That's a long time. You did good. You tried. It's okay. We'll get them next year. But not this year. Don't be that person. I'm sticking to my resolution. I'm trying to eat right. I'm trying to get my weight back. I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. I'm hitting my bike. I'm trying to work out a little bit more, trying to make that a focus um, for me. And so you have to make that focus for you too. And so to help me stick to my resolution and eat right and supplement the workouts that I'm trying to add to my routine, I turned to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating these things. If you haven't, try the Built Bar Puffs. If, if, you, if you haven't tried them yet, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein bar infused with marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And unlike other marshmallows, they do not step on churches. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're all so good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included, and 100% real chocolate. I said that twice because it needs to be said. You're on your diet. You don't get a lot of chocolate. This is where you can get it, and it's good for you. Low-calorie, high-protein. Replace the candy bars. Replace those snacks with Built Bars. They're much better for you. Go to Built.com and scroll down to the macro charts. You'll be blown away with these high-protein, low-calorie bars. They're high-fiber, low-carb, too. They come in amazing flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, White chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious. They taste exactly like what they say on the box. And the new flavors are coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. And they'll probably be pretty good too. There's There's been some flavors that I've gotten in sample packs that they've sent us. that I was like, what the heck is this? Turned out to be some of my favorite bars. I see you grasshopper cookie. Go to built.com today and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. 
in these alternate sports realities. Dynasties will fall. Legacies will change forever. New goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Carolina Magic defeat the Portland Trailblazers to open this road trip, a four-game road trip. We'll have more on the road trip coming up after the weekend. Um, again, tomorrow, the trade deadline. Tomorrow We'll have a, a regular episode tomorrow previewing the trade deadline. Um, uh, I'll try and get that out overnight so that you'll have it in the morning because it'll probably be old by the time by the time we get to 3 p.m. Um, we will also have our live trade deadline show at 7 p.m. Again, that's on the Locked On Magic YouTube channel. It'll be Orlando Magic Center trade deadline show. We'll have, we have a lot of fun guests planned. Um, we'll go for maybe an hour just discussing, and I want and, and we want your interaction too. So we will be doing it and airing it live as a live stream. So definitely subscribe to Locked On Magic YouTube channel. Um, get your turn your notifications on. We'll be going live around 7 p.m. Just, you know, gotta make sure all the technical stuff is is in line before we get going. Um, the Orlando Magic though defeat the Portland Trailblazers. In uh, a really, really just fun game for the Magic, just a really solid game, one thirteen to ninety five. Orlando scores at least thirty points in three of four quarters. They gave up fewer than twenty points in two of the four quarters. Um, so their defense again plays probably about 24, 30, maybe thirty two minutes of really solid defense. Um, obviously, got to get that number up. I, I, I like I said, this was a get right game. The Magic were able to make a ton of mistakes. The Magic were able to make some errors and they were able to still hang on and get a win and, and, and win running away in, in, in a lot of ways. Um, major get right game for Cole Anthony, 23 points, nine for 18 shooting three for five from deep seven rebounds, nine assists. The only blemish on his mark is four turnovers. Cole needed this kind of a game, a game where he was, he could shoot confidently. He could get to the rim. Uh, he played with the same bounce that he had earlier in the year. And we haven't seen, that kind of play from him um, in a little bit, in a little while. Um, you know, he definitely had a little bit of little bit of extra juice for this one, uh, you know, for, for whatever reason. It, it just all seemed to click for him. Um, so he he finally had the kind of game that I think Magic fans have been waiting for him to get back to. To me, though, as good as Cole was, uh, the players of the game um, were Wendell Carter, 18 points, 7 for 10 shooting, 2 for 3 from deep, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 blocks, Wendell was everywhere and it was really right from the tip. Uh, Wendell uh, Wendell was hitting his jumper. He was in a really good groove and a really good rhythm. You could tell he was a, a very aggressive. Like he was taking, you know, he's become a little bit of a leader. He puts ownership on himself a lot too for not bringing the right intensity. So when he doesn't bring the right intensity and he, he alerts himself to it, that next game is usually pretty fired up. And, and he played with a lot of fire on both ends. Um, I got to give him credit. The physicality that he played Yusuf Nurkic with was incredible. He did a great job just stonewalling him, making his life tough. Um, yes, Nurkic still got five offensive rebounds, and and, and and the Blazers had 17 offensive rebounds. It was a huge issue throughout the course of the game. Um, but Nurkic was only four for 16, 14 points, um, 14 points, 11 rebounds for him. Um, Carter, especially in that fourth quarter, did a really good job locking him out, not allowing him to get to the offensive glass, not allowing him to get to his shots. Uh, and, and that was a big reason why the Magic were able to win this game uh, and win it running away. Wendell Carter, Wendell Carter has been really good. His passing, especially, watch his passing. Just, just go honestly, go to the NBA box score. 
just watch his passes. He he made some incredible passes in this one. Um, you know, he's Wendell, Wendell's got a really bright future and, and it continues to play um exceptionally well. My other player of the game has got to go to Chuma Okiki. 18 points, 7 for 12 shooting, 4 for 7 shooting off the bench. Um, just really solid. Displayed really, really solid all game long. Um, made his shots, obviously, which which changes a lot of things for him. But he was aggressive, he was aggressive looking for his shots and and just really uh, under control the entire game. And again, that's a credit to a lot of guys on this team. It's not just Chumo Kiki. Chumo Kiki usually is a product of good ball movement. And again, Orlando had a season high 34 assists on 44 field goal makes. You know, Cole Anthony had nine assists. Franz Wagner had seven. Wendell Carter had five. Um, Gary Harris had four. The Magic were moving the ball very, very effectively and really gave themselves a huge chance and a lot of opportunity to win this game. They 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 earned a lot of this win and played offensively the way that they want to play outside of uh, giving up 15 turnovers for 23 total points. Um, that was really the only blemish for me on the offensive end. Maybe one other blemish, Franz Wagner, 13 points, 5 for 14 shooting, 3 for 4 from deep, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. Um, I give credit to Franz Wagner. He found other ways to get involved. He hit a couple of big hit. I think three, all three of his three-pointers in that fourth quarter. He certainly hit the two big ones in the latter half of the fourth quarter as Orlando made the killing blow to win the game running away. Um, but Franz just struggled a little bit around the rim. He missed a, missed a couple bunnies, missed a couple shots around the basket. Um, you know, I think he's still, I think the, the, the big area of improvement that he has in, in his game is he's still not a, a great finisher around the rim. He's gotten better as the season goes on. Uh, this was a reversion back to maybe where he was in November, um, maybe early December before he really started taking off. Um, he's just got to find that rhythm around the rim again and, and, and he'll be fine. Um, you know, I don't, I don't worry about Franz. I think Franz knows exactly how to play exactly how to be a positive contributor, even if he's not shooting well, but obviously the magic want him shooting well because he's a really important player and really, really good. Couple guys we got to mention: Gary Harris, potentially his last game with the Magic. Fifteen points, five for nine shooting, five for nine from deep. Um, he's just a reliable three-point shooter. You get him in that. You get him in that left corner, especially. He's he's hitting it. Um, so, uh, just it, it, I'm so happy for Gary uh, that he's been able to kind of find himself again. Um, just get healthy, get right. He really used his time with the Orlando Magic really valuably. Um, and I don't know if that's a word. Um, really with he, he really used this. He really valued this time with the Magic to get to work on himself. He's been a great teammate, a great leader, the perfect veteran for this team. There's a reason why Magic fans want to keep him and would love to see him stay. I would love to see him stay. I think that he'd be a really valuable player to help this young team grow. But I also think he also deserves the opportunity to play for a winning team at his age and experience level. And with his contract expiring, um, you know, I think that there's a very, very real chance that this was his last game with the Orlando Magic. Um, and, and he played fantastic in his last game uh, and, and deserves all the kudos. Um, Terrence Ross, the other big trade deadline guy, uh, trade deadline potential player, two only two points, one for five, 0 for three from the, from beyond the arc. If this was Terrence Ross's last game with the Magic, um, that's, that's a, a, a frustrating way to go. Um, that's not how we'll remember Terrence Ross. Terrence was, Terrence was really good, really important part of this team, really just a, a fan favorite guy, always will be a fan favorite. Um, you know, I think he is undoubtedly going to be someone that Magic fans cheer every time he comes back to the NY Center. The same way Toronto fans all cheer him. Everyone loves this guy. Um, he, the human torch was, was a great experience and was a lot of fun to watch. And, and, and if the Magic do end up trading him, they're, they're certainly going to miss him. The last guy, Mo Bamba, 13 points, six for eight shooting, 19 minutes on the floor, nine rebounds, um, no blocks in this game. But uh, Bamba was great, was, did some good things around the basket. Uh, but I think 
yeah, you know, he's able to put points up. He's able to kind of find his pockets to score and, and defend. But I think ultimately, you know, the Magic's decision might be made. You look at his minutes, not only 19 minutes in this game, he just didn't seem like a good matchup against uh, a Portland team that either has a bruising big in Yusuf Nurkic that Bamba cannot handle um, or goes so small that it that it plays Bamba off the floor. And I think that's honestly kind of the situation the Magic are in with him is, They've got a lot of these versatile bigs. They they want to they want to pride themselves on their versatility. Um, and Bamba, he hasn't been able to play the way that they need him to play at the center position. Um, we'll talk more about the Bamba situation, I think, on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. But um, you know, Bamba's done everything that this team has asked of him. He's improved. He's gotten a lot better. He he's not out of the NBA by any stretch. Um, but he just may not be what this team needs. And and honestly, like I, I think I I said this before. Um, Having a new coach was a big boost for him. He needs new eyes on him. He needs a new approach. He needs a new. He needs a new system. He needs a new approach. He needs to be in the right place. And, and obviously, whether whether it's here in Orlando, whether it's elsewhere, I hope he gets it because he's a really talented player and he's grown by leaps and bounds this season. The Magic shoot forty eight point nine percent from the floor, forty four for ninety, nineteen for thirty eight from beyond the arc. They only get to the line for eight free throws. That that was a problem, but obviously three point shooting makes up for it. Um, 34 assists on 44 field goal makes. They turn the ball over 15 times for 23 points. Portland is led in scoring by Anthony Simons, the Orlando native with 19, or the Central Florida native, excuse me, with 19 points. Yusuf Nurkic, like I said, with 14. Greg Brown, the third, off the bench with 15, but on four for 13 shooting. Portland shoots just 35.2% from the floor, 11 for 38 from the three-point line. They get to the foul line for 26 free throw attempts. They make 20 of them. That helped them stay in the game just as much as the turnovers. Just as much as the offensive rebounds, 17 offensive rebounds and 25 second chance points. A big area that the Magic need to improve on is their rebounding. They are not a great rebounding team at this point, and that has to be um, something they focus on. The Orlando Magic open their win streak with a or open their West Coast road trip, hopefully with a win streak, but with a 113-95 win over the Portland Trailblazers. They're back in action Friday against the Utah Jazz. So they'll be sitting in Salt Lake City, Utah. Waiting to see what happens tomorrow at the trade deadline. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places you uh, all the fun places you download podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. There it is. Um, uh, and of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to make Locked On Bets your second listen of the day, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today. We'll see you all again tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Magic, our last word before the trade deadline. Again, I'll try and have that up for you early morning so that it doesn't go stale. Um, apologize for the West Coast time on this podcast as well. But until next time, for Orlando Magic Daily, Locked On Magic, this is Bill Frostman. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 